I'm your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and this is Creating the Vision, a podcast about living the life you envisioned and leaning into your passions, power, and purpose. Each week, we'll hear from guests discussing their journey to living and creating the vision for their life. We'll talk all things vision imagery, goal setting, and accountability so that you feel empowered and inspired to take action, turning your plan into the life you've always dreamed of living. Welcome, visionary. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to 2024 and creating the vision. Oh my gosh, I am so, so freaking excited to talk with our guest this week. Oh my goodness, I've just shared on my Instagram, I've shared on LinkedIn, I've shared like in all the places what I did last month with a group of girlfriends in getting them together and going through the process of writing life letters, which is why my guest is here my beautiful, incredibly talented sorority sister from Kentucky, <laughs> who, ah! now has, who now lives in LA. Guys, she's been on True Detective. She is on Hulu's, what's it, Another Black the Girl? The Other Black Girl. The Other Girl. Mm-hmm. The Other Black Girl. There you go. The Other mm-hmm. Black Girl on Hulu. She teaches creatives. She has a fantastic podcast called That One Audition, which is a super cool concept about the one audition that changed the trajectory of so many actors and actresses' lives. And I think it's just so refreshing and cool to hear some of the stories that you've had on. I've had some really, some of my like just favorite guests and I'll tune in. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know that person. I'm like, and now Alicia knows them. And so I feel like I know them because six degrees of separation. So <laughs> now we're all friends. Yes. <laughs> but no, welcome. Oh my gosh, Alyssa Oxy. Thank you so, so, so much for being on today. Thanks for having me. Happy 2024. I, this year's going to be so good because the it two, is. two, four, Ooh, and it's an eight. It is going to be an abundant year for all. Just saying, just setting those. I'm into spiritual numerology, so it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I love it. And this is great. Like, when was the last time we physically got to see each other? God bless technology. Right, right. It has been a while for sure. Yes. But no, I love, I've loved following you throughout your career and just seeing all of the creative things that you're doing. I think in so many ways, you've been such an inspiration to me because I came from such a creative background when I was younger. And then did a sharp 180 and went into corporate for 18 and a half years. And, and now I'm slowly, I always say I'm healing from that. And I'm slowly finding my way back to my creative roots and leaning into some of the processes and things that I used to love doing on just, just an everyday basis or a, for whatever reason, you know, for no reason basis, just because I just simply loved, you know, creating. And so 2024, I know for me, you're already inspiring me to, yes, I've, I've done my 12 letters. I'm really excited. Yes. So I want to get into this too, because, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll tee it up for you. I know we, I shared with you before. So I gathered a group of women last month in my home. And normally I take them through this vision imagery process that I designed that was kind of born out of my need to tap into creativity while I was in a corporate space. You know, I needed to like feed that because I feel like sometimes in a corporate, it can be so such a rigid environment. It can like suck the life out of you from a, from a creative standpoint. And so that was born out of that. And I created this process to really pour back into myself. But when I started thinking about it, a lot of the concepts and a lot of the things that I was building on were really born out of the process that you 
wrote your book about called Life Letters, which I have here. And it's key to your soul, a journey into the self. Yes, the I women just loved it. Tickled. And, Sorry, I'm like yeah. crying. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I don't know why I'm emotional about it, but I'm like, oh my God, you guys did it as a group. I'm so just like, I think I told you this off mic. I never planned on writing a book. This came to me as a process that healed me. People Mm -hmm. wanted it. Took me years to be able to even put it into a small book, but hearing that it still has a ripple effect. Like I can't, what, what date did you pick? Like what's your first day to open your letter? Cause I can't wait to hear what your letter is like what yes. is your gift to yourself and your intention yeah. so yeah and so we we chose i chose sunday because that was the day that i did this with the group and then i sat and started writing some of my letters and then it was a sunday and then so january 10th so so here pretty soon i'm going to open my first letter it's like a gift so aren't you yes. tickled by it like it brings you back to that infancy of surprise mm-hmm. and i feel like so much creativity lies in a surprise. So much is unknown. And I want it to create that unknownness with the trusting within myself. You know, Mm -hmm. like so much of this is you can't, you can do this process in a group, but it is very individually um, conceptualized. It's, it's from your higher power, God, higher self, intuition, Mm -hmm. whatever, there's a label, everybody has their own label for it, but it's when you get quiet and you're like, Ooh, what lights me up? You know, I teach acting, mm. acting as well as an actor. Like what act, I always say, what activates your instrument? What activates your body to go, Ooh, oh, I want to do that. So that every time you open a letter for that month that you're just excited about it. And also giving yourself time and space. We as creatives or just even in, in society today, everything is impulsive, right? I'm going to get on my Instagram. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to go to Hawaii tomorrow. Everything's like that instantaneous. Mm-hmm. There's nothing deliberate, intentional, and slow. And I feel like with creativity, there needs to be an openness to the unknown and a deliberate intention and slow. Mm-hmm. Really, we have to get out of that like rat race and we have to set time aside for ourselves. And women don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be gender biased here. Women don't do that. Mm-hmm. So- That just, it gives me so much joy hearing that you guys did it together and that you're giving yourself this gift this year. I'm just really, again, like I said, this was a process that was bestowed upon me while hiking down a mountain where I was praying literally on my knees the night before for answers, trying to, to control somebody else's behavior to make me feel better, realizing it was myself, my feelings are mine. My experience is mine, but I was scared to do my experience by myself. And on the hike down of that mountain, I will never forget clear as day because I was going to write letters to my ex. That's, that's where the title comes from, Life Letters. I was going to write letters to my ex-fiance to get him to understand me so he can love me the way I want him to love me. And then, and then we can do what I'm supposed to do in this life and da, 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 whatever, all these plans, right? <laughs> yeah. And the hike down was, no, the letters are for you. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what do I do with that? Mm-hmm. And then I wanted a whole year of getting to know myself. I didn't know. I couldn't make any decision. I couldn't decide, do I want to wear a purple shirt or a pink shirt? Do I, I know in the book I use the example of like ordering one day for mm-hmm. lunch. And it was like, do you want a sandwich or a salad? And I was like, oh, I burst into tears. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't know myself. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to date myself. I wanted to love myself. I wanted to 
all the imperfections, all the things. And I've done every self-help book you could possibly do. I love them, but I also never finish them. The ones that are really dense. It's like 320 pages to help yeah. yourself. And I'm like, right. I'm on, I've been on page 69 for two years. I'm not helping myself at all. Right. So I, I wanted a process. I also want you to be able to read this book. It's 57 pages, literally with examples. So the process itself, maybe 20 pages, 30 pages. I want you to be able to read it at lunch and be like, oh, cool. I'll do that. Or nope. And you didn't waste any time procrastinating and quote unquote, helping yourself. But it is literally just a process that if you can set it up in a few hours, it's a gift that will give to you for a whole year that you're giving mm -hmm. to yourself. And really it sets an intention for your month of exploration of things that you want to dig inside yourself to understand more, or you just want to put a focus towards. I always say whatever your intention is, is where your attention goes. Our attention goes, I want a red car. I want, I want a red Porsche. If you're going around being like, I want a car. Okay, mm -hmm. There's cars everywhere. Right. Like I want a red car. I want a Porsche. I want it from this year. Watch your attention. Now you're like, Ooh, red Porsche. Ooh, right. You're seeing it everywhere. Mm -hmm. You're not missing the signs. And I feel like when you set up an intention like this and you have a month's focus, Ooh, Ooh, how much fun. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then it infuses the rest of your life. There's no way it can't have a ripple effect. So God, what a blessing. Sorry, I went on this tangent, but that's- No, so I know love where... this. No, I absolutely yeah. love this. And it's it's brought such alignment in in my life and, and really, truly helped. Here's the thing. I think that also too, it helps to us to disseminate information in a more like palatable way, meaning like 30 days, we can focus on something for 30 days. Oftentimes it, people overwhelm themselves. I say all the time, 92% of people fail in their new year's resolutions. Cause just like you said, we want the instant gratification. 62% give up in the first month. So, so we got 8% a whopping 8% of people that make it all the way through to their new year's resolutions. Well, those people are typically the ones probably that might maybe didn't make didn't try to, you know, build an entire world for themselves in one year or one month and expect for things to just start happening. It's a slow burn. It's a slow process. It's going through and doing the things to get there. And so the life letters are great reminders to keep you on track. Yes, that it's exactly it. And I also just I just want to emphasize that creativity or blossoming or getting to know somebody, it does take time. This book, I did the process for myself in 2009. I started doing my first round of letters straight off that mountain in Mount Sinai in Egypt. I, on that, on my pseudo honeymoon with my best friend, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to put this, I'm going to get this in play before I get back. And I did, I was done before I got back and what a year. I was a totally different person at the end of that year and also a totally me person. Mm -hmm. I just was me. Yeah. I didn't know me. I didn't know. I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. And I think the change in me is what people then were like, can I, could, what's that thing you did? Still took me another five years to put it into book format. Mm -hmm. And now here we are 10 years later since it's been released and I still do it and I still do it at different times of the year where I'm like, I'm feeling uh, this year I didn't do it. And I just this morning was saying to somebody, this year went by. I had no intention. I mm -hmm. was playing, I was playing catch up. 
every day I was waking up, looking at my calendar. Okay. Rat racing. It Mm. was not, I couldn't track my progress. I didn't see my fruitfulness. I, there was probably more days of lowness. I was like, I, because I, I didn't have a set intention. So Mm -hmm. 2024 I'm set up. I'll, you know, also (laughs) nobody's perfect. We go through cycles, right. right, As a creative. So you have to, Mm -hmm. the artist way worked for me for a very long time. This worked for me for a very long time. This is a process you can step into at any time to, Mm -hmm. to help yourself, but Mm -hmm. be gracious. Like, like I just said, all of 2023, what letter, what intention? Mm -hmm. My head was in the sand. I had a baby that required a lot more medical attention. So I just was hitting it hard and I probably could have used that support. Definitely Mm -hmm. could have. Yes. I know we talked about this before we, we started recording, but at the time that I read your book and went through the process, it was a it really, I found what resonated most with me is I found such parallel because I'm reading about what you were going through with not knowing yourself and like how, I think you said in there, like, you know, how can I expect this person to love me when I don't even know who I am? Like if I don't even, you know, if I don't love me for, for me and for all the things like you said, like the decisions, like not being able to choose between the salad or the sandwich, like, oh my gosh, I can't even, you know, at the basic level. And, and I get that granular sometimes in my workshops, I'll tell people, you know, we need to know all of our likes and dislikes. And these are things they don't teach us in school. They don't tell us how to do this. They don't teach, they don't even tell us to go through these types of exercises. It's not like earth shattering curriculum. It's just literally getting kids and young adults to know themselves, to understand who they are so that they can be better for themselves. And then the byproduct is we're better for the world. And I found myself as an adult who, you know, did all the things and the people pleaser and was always like doing everything else for everyone else. And in my career and had this turning point where, you know, I'm sacrificing myself and then boom, newsflash, you know, they, that wasn't being rewarded. I was actually potentially going to be fired and I'm confused and I'm lost. And I'm like, wait, but I just did everything. I basically sacrificed my family for an entire year, traveling all the time, doing all the things, like giving everything to this company. And I actually don't know who I am outside of this company. And there's no one's fault, but mine, but that was my wake up call to say, I got to know myself. I got to know who I am, what I'm about. And so I pick up your book, like, holy moly, like, holy crap, this is, this is what I need. And then get that. This is what's so wild and crazy. So I did this in 2019. So at the end of 2018, I did it again. I kept doing it. I kept doing it every year, you know, it was like, cause I just loved it. And I got such benefit out of it. One of the 12 things that I wrote at the beginning, or I guess end of 2018, heading into 2019, because it kept coming up on like, you know, those performance reviews and those like conversations you would have was, you know, change, adaptability, like maybe loosen the reins a little bit, be a little bit more flexible and open to change, stuff like that, you know? And I think in a lot of aspects of my life, I had a tendency to be very all or nothing. Like I'm either, you know, Mm. like I'm all in. So I'm either working out seven days a week or I'm not working at all. And so I needed to let go of that. (laughs) So one of the things I wrote, one of the topics that I wrote down was change and flexibility. Crazily, we get to like August, September of that year. And that's the letter I happened to open. And we had just moved to South Florida where we had literally uprooted our family from Nashville. We had three kids in three new schools transitioned from being a leader to an individual contributor. And that letter, Alicia, was so 
freaking spot on. It was as if the universe delivered that to me in that moment to be like, mm-hmm. this is the change you need. And the letter I wrote to myself talked all about like, you know, I'm proud of you for embracing change because I know it can be difficult. It goes against like what your default setting is, which is to kind of control and like want to be in the, the leader of everything. But sometimes you have to just relinquish your power and relinquish all of the things to just be. And like, that's okay. It was like that reminder to myself. And at the end, I'm looking down at it and it says, I love you. And I'm like, fuck, what is going like, this is wild. I mean, that's, that's the power of it. That's the the power of setting an intention and being open because whatever anybody's listening, their, their belief systems may be right. It doesn't matter. God, Allah, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Buddha, yourself. (laughs) Nothing can be more powerful than faith in yourself and also a loving of yourself. And I'll be damned if this process hasn't told me, showed me this and the synchronicities that you just, well, I will forget what my topics have been for that year and open that letter on that month and be like, I'm almost vibrating just from that now knowing, I Mm -hmm. just feel a little bit closer to myself. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, there is that higher H self that, that S self in there. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, just get ready for, that heightened sense of reality, mm-hmm. that that sp- spiritualization, however you want to say, and just getting used to saying I love you and then getting to read that every day. I can only mm-hmm. imagine in that month of change, getting to see butterflies, hopefully getting mm-hmm. to see the leaves change, getting mm-hmm. to see, you know, different processes okay. of patience around I mean, just even that intention, right? Of being like, okay, well, 30 days, I'm, I'm right on time. Yep. I think we as women in a society too, we're, we're out of time to be creative. We're out of time to write a book. We're out of time yes. to change professions. We're out of time. We're too old for this. Oh, I'm, I, I'm too old to learn the flute. I'm too old to start reading the newspaper every day. I'm too, it doesn't matter. Out of time, out of time, out of time. This gives you back that time. And everything's on its own right time. I think I've been saying the book, divine timing is everything. I say that mm-hmm. when I'm in a rush to do something now, I'm like, I need to slow down. I say a little prayer. I breathe. Mm-hmm. Be here. I'm right on time. I'm right where I need to be. Yes. And sometimes I like to be the asshole that tests the universe and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Am I right where I'm supposed to be? Because this feels brutal. I don't know. And then the letters, it'll be like, oh yeah, okay. Right on time. Right. I like the universe can have a sense of humor. I think I even say at the top of the book, when I hiked that mountain and I was praying, I was like, God, you're going to tell me at the top of this mountain what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) I want answers right now. (laughs) Yes. Demanding of my time. The universe gives you exactly what you need, not on your time. Mm-hmm. on the time, the time, the, at the top of the mountain, the constellation in the sky was a perfect question mark. And I, I laughed that. hysterically. I was like, oh, you think you're funny, huh? But then I let go. And the next day is when everything came in on its own right time. Mm-hmm. And you got that letter at that mm-hmm. right exact time. Oh, I'm so yes. tickled by this. I know. Well, so, and what's crazy is there's a little bit more to it. So 
you know, I get that. I opened it in September of that year. We just moved. We, we moved like the 1st of August, literally like July 31st, like signed paperwork, August 1st, like the truck shows up, you know, we're moving everything in. September, I'm opening the letter. I'm reading the letter every day. We had already planned a trip before we knew that we were moving to Nashville to go visit some friends in Scotland that we had met the year prior in a pub in Ireland, but we had just become like fast friends with them. So we're like, yeah, let's, let's go. We've never been to Scotland. Let's do it. So, and so we, we book the trip and I have this letter with me and you know how yet again, like the whole time I was excited to be over there. I was excited to see them, but I was unsettled. I just had this like feeling and I, I couldn't place it at first. Cause I'm like, well, maybe it's just because we've just moved. So I'm like nervous that the kids are home in a new community. Like it's not really home yet because we're still in boxes. There's, and here we are just, you know, like jaunting off to Scotland, like, you know, two punks, like two punk parents, like, you know, but like leaving the kids behind with grandma. And so I'm like, maybe that's why I'm stressed because I'm feeling like a total asshole right now. But the other piece of me was also thinking, well, maybe there's just something more. Like, I know I have this change. I know I have this. And so like five, four or five days into the trip, maybe even more than that, we're walking around this beautiful little town of Inverness in Scotland, just Dan and I just walking around and I find myself on this bridge and it's like that knowing that just happened. Like the knowing of like my path is about to change. And yet again, here's that letter coming back to me. That's like, let release like this rigidity and this like lack of adapting and just like going like you, you, stop trying to control, just let this go and let everything happen. And I just, I started crying and I realized like, I'm not happy in my corporate life. And that was the moment when I'm like, I have to leave. I don't know how, and I've got to put together a plan, but like, I have to leave. And we're staring out at this river and it's gorgeous. And it's fall in Scotland. Like who doesn't, I mean, like it's so picturesque. And mm -hmm. I am literally like wiping tears from my face and like telling my husband, like, I, I somehow I've got to leave. Like, this is not, this is not going to be it for me. Like I, I have another chapter to your point. Like I'm not done. Like this is the time to pivot. And then one added layer to this, which is so freaking crazy. We get home and I'm unpacking more boxes and I find a journal that I, or entry that I'd written to myself when I was 27 and nursing my second baby. And I had put in that journal entry things I would do, like goals to achieve before I turned 40. And one of them was to leave corporate. And so here I am, 2019, not quite on the, on like the, the threshold of 40, but like inching up closer. And I'm like, whole, I'm like, this is just, this is the universe. No lie aligning to tell me, Maria, if you do not change the path, like if you do not go in this direction, you will be like, it's almost like, you know, we can people say like, I asked for signs, you know, and the guy's like, you know, you know, Lord, like, I, you know, the Lord's going to save me from the, from the flood or whatever. And like the helicopter comes in and he's like, nope, I'm going to be saved. Someone comes by on the boat or whatever. Well, he drowns, he gets to heaven. And he's like, you didn't send me the sign. He's like, dude, I sent you all these people to help you. Uh -huh. Those were my signs. Look at those signs. I love these stories. My God, this is just like, I was trying not to cry during that whole time because what it took, you had to move to be able to find that old journal. Mm -hmm. You had to be in Scotland. The leaves are changing. Like <laughs> everything about it fully yeah. supported your higher self's vision yeah. to what you needed. And you, your eyes were open mm -hmm. because the intention was there. That's it. That's all that this process helped you do is kind of like open your eyes, yes. open your eyes to yourself, open your eyes to what you want 
again, that red car. And then you're like, oh my God, I see red cars everywhere. Yes. Versus being like, I want a car, which is why people fail at the top of the year with their New Year's resolutions where they're like, I want to whatever, fill in the blank, but it's not specific. I want to be happier in my marriage. I want to travel more this year instead of being like, I'm going to go to Paris this year. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Paris this year or I'm going to do one date night a month with my husband. That's a specific thing that we can tangibly track and you Mm -hmm. can pay attention to. And then you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. My 2023, it didn't have a vision. I can't even tell you the top of the year, my, my word, this was a lost at sea year. It wasn't a terrible year. We were on strike. Everything was turned upside down. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was the year that I needed. Sometimes you need the dark years in order to have the light years. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And that's also okay. So whoever's listening to this, if you're in the dark years and you're like, I don't even have time for that. Okay, well, maybe that's your alignment right now. Yeah. But if you right. are tired of being in the dark, mm-hmm. you can find something t- to help you pull yourself to a different space. We all have it inside ourselves. So we just don't sit very quiet very often. So this process just asks you to sit quiet literally for less than a few hours. Yeah. Because when you sit quiet, how long did it take you to write those letters? So I started, it took the first the initial day, it was like after everyone had left, you know, I kind of took my time because, and the interesting thing that I will say is that some of them did get up and like wander to other parts of the house to just spend time in peace yeah. and in quiet to process. But it took a couple hours to write like a few. And then, like you said, like the next morning got up, finished the, finished the rest. So, but I, I, yes, I was really dialed in on my like 2014 because I have so much that I really want to be intentional about. And so the topics just kept flowing. It's like, and I will say this too, that I think the more that I have done the process, it just every year now it becomes easier and I become even in more alignment with the process. More open. I think mm-hmm. that's as a creative, I write as well. I act, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of creative things with my instrument. I will procrastinate thinking that I'm closed. I'm not going to be able to do it right or whatever. When I sit down and I am open and I'm in flow, my writing goes fast. You know, like mm-hmm. I was trying to write something for six weeks. Well, when I actually blocked out the time to do it and sat in stillness, I wrote it yes. in 62 minutes. I remember yes. being like, <laughs> Sent my showrunner. I was like, I did that in 62 minutes. Sorry, it took me six weeks to send it to you. Right. <laughs> but we, yeah. we really do yeah. delineate or we, we put in the excuses, right? Mm-hmm. For like, oh, that's going to take too much time. I don't have time for that right now. I'm in a beautiful program that says, oh, you don't have 10 minutes to meditate today. You need 20. Mm. Get that? Yes. I don't have time to meditate today. I don't have 10 minutes to meditate today. Well, you better take a 20 then. You better sit down and meditate for 20. Yes. So sitting in that stillness will give you so, so, so much more the openness, the fluidity, the speed at which it actually Mm -hmm. happens is way faster than our procrastinating brains like to think Mm -hmm. it will be. Yes. Yes. And, and I, I am someone who typically can overthink themselves into an action as well. And that's a piece of my procrastination journey is that just overthinking myself because uh, out of fear of not doing it right or not putting it out there the way that I want it. And, and, and I will say this process has definitely helped me let go of that. So typically when people ask me like, well, what have you done? And like, because I write, I just do it. And it's not going to be pretty because guess what? It's a letter to myself. So if there's grammatical errors, who cares? And like, you even mentioned, I think in the, like, yes, I do. Um, mm-hmm. 
Conscious stream of thought. Stream of thought is like the the meditation people think are always like sitting down and home. Mm-hmm. No, there's walking meditation. I true. I I'm a meditation hand. You know, you have to hand write these. So you know, pen to paper. There's an openness when you are writing that will allow those things to channel through. And I don't want you to stop yourself. I also borrowed that from. I've done the artist way for. 18 years. Julia Cameron has this beautiful book called The Artist's Way. It's a three-month process. You have an artist state and you really, it helps you really kind of crack that artistry. But a big takeaway from her process is the morning pages. It's a three-page dump every morning. You just dump it out. Your anxieties, your thoughts, your dreams before you get going in the day. And gosh, do I feel so much better. So that is my meditation is the writing. So I really thought with your higher self coming through, there is no judgment. I don't care if you switch your handwriting. I don't care if you put a punctuation there. You might surprise yourself by what comes out in that page. And mm-hmm. it's just a page, right? It's just mm-hmm. a page of like yep. what you're kind of channeling in that moment. And then again, you have no idea when you're going to open it. I know. That's so the coolest piece. <laughs> that's the piece where you have to just trust. So I don't want you to stop yourself, rethink it, edit it, because you have no idea when you're open to that flow. Mm-hmm where that's going to come from. I have this other percolating creative idea that's been sitting in my brain for about 10, 15 years as well, which are birthday questions that I do every year that I want to put into this book. But it really is rapid fire. When you can ask yourself rapid fire questions Yes, and you're not censoring yourself, the truth, the highest truth comes forward. So I love that immediacy. That's why once you have your topics and you write, don't censor yourself. Surprise yourself. Yes. Again, we're getting into that. I know. Right? I know. I love it. I love it. Okay. I know this is oh my, my but it's your podcast and I really yeah. want, I'm sure you've explained this to your listeners before too. You left business life yeah. and then what did you create in that unknown space that your heart was yeah. so desiring? Yeah. So it took me a while. You know, I think that that was the other thing is I fought it because at first it was like, you know, you see the signs, you know it. And in that moment I was like, who is this what I'm going to do? And then reality sets in, you get back and you're like, oh, but wait, I'm in this role and I can't, I can't just quit. <laughs> so you're like, oh crap. So I put together the plan. I put together a plan, you know, like I'm going to build this. I also will say it's 2019, so we did not know that a pandemic was coming. And right. so yeah, this is September 2019. We get into March, April of 2020, and the world shuts down. And I'm like, well, this is perfect. This is like another sign that the universe is sending me that this is what I need to go do. So I leaned into writing more, creating more, just better understanding. And ultimately, what I landed on was building out the framework for having people in a corporate setting or a business setting, a startup, a small business, truly become and step into their most authentic self through the vision imagery process because it's so powerful, that visual. And that's why, I I mean, that's why I connected so deeply with what you said, like read it every day because that's the thing. We, you know, less than 3% of Americans write down their goals But then even if they do, they're most likely then putting them off to the side or closing a notebook and putting it in a drawer and forgetting about them. And just like you said about the car, like if we're not, if we don't know specifically what we're working on, we are going to just choose anything. We're going to go aimlessly through life. And yeah, so I've now made it my, my, my mission to empower people to create this vision for their life because I think just because you wear a business suit to work every day doesn't mean that you can't have creative passions or lean into creative pieces of your soul because I think you said it best before the podcast started. So I'm going to let you say what you said about creatives, but 
what did I say? I, I think you forget. said something that's like we're all like we're all like we were born oh. creatives. Yes, it, yes. We're well, I, yeah. I truly believe that we're born creative. Society steps in. The factory minded mm-hmm. belief system sets in. You must get this job. You must do this. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Almost like we must be like everybody else. No, we are creatives. And as creatives, we have to take time and space. As creatives, I, I come from my industry. Let's use my industry alone. Like as an actor. I have to show up every day with a new idea, a fresh mm. idea, a fresh mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. And 99% of the time I'm told no. Oh, that doesn't work. But the no's is what shapes the yes. So like mm-hmm. a creative, a person that's creating a patent for something, creating technology, this Zoom, this Riverside app that we're using right now, somebody had to sit and have some time and think about it and be like, does the app work like this? No, it doesn't. Okay. You're getting shifted into it. But we so badly want to, I think I love this acronym for shame. I think we shame ourselves away from our creativity. Should have already mastered everything. I should have already mastered wow. how to write. I should have already mastered how to do this. So I'm just not, I should have already mastered playing the violin. So I'm just not going to do it. Right. And I think I as creatives, when we're born, look at you have three beautiful children that you are in the process of raising to humans. They don't have any shame around trying something new or being creative. Look, mommy, look what mm-hmm. I drew. Like, look, ma- look, mommy, look at me dance. Mm-hmm. There's like that self-awareness hasn't come yes. in yet. Yeah. We exactly. kind of condition the creativity out of us. Yeah. And I really, that's when, you know, I'm in these great meetings lately and it's like, what's the, where's my fun? Yeah. Where's that? Where's that? I need to take my little girl to my auditions. Are you kidding me? If my seven-year-old self saw saw what I'm doing right now, wow! Yes, yes. But it is a spiritual mm-hmm. practice to stay in it in a creative field. It is a spiritual mm-hmm. practice to to make the big life change that you did. Mm-hmm. But we do it every day. Mm-hmm. Yes. So find a, a system that get, brings you back to that creativity. Mm-hmm. That brings you back to that spiritual practice. Of yeah, eighteen and being something totally different than anybody next to you, and guess what? They're not necessarily going to support it because they're <laughs> in their own creative thing. You have to be your own cheerleader in creativity too. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like Life Letters allows yourself to be a cheerleader for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, you're. Oh, I love it. Everything you were saying, just so aligned with the entire message, all of it. I, yeah, it just resonates so much with where I think we are. And and you mentioned, you know, raising kids. And I know you have a beautiful little girl. And so it's as a mom, you know, you want, you don't want them to ever become jaded or think that they can't. You know, my son wrote an essay last year for a school he's working to get into for fine arts. And, you know, he talks about how, his goals in life, you know, are to play piano professionally, to be on Broadway, to sing and act. Like, and as a boy, one, I just am like in awe of his desire to be so creative. But then he also, you know, put in his essay, you know, but I've also always loved playing video games. So I could see myself doing like coding or like designing games or design, building websites. And oh, by the way, if I know how to build a website, then I can build a website for my performing career to promote myself and share my work. And it's like, look, I just love the explosion. Yes. And you know, what's great. You know, I do a podcast as well for creatives <laughs> called that one yes. audition. I love it. And this is going to bring me to a point that I love that a, a creative, the greatest teachers of creativity, the greatest teachers, nurturers of creation, 
we're nurturing little beings. Mm -hmm. The best thing you can possibly do is point out what you love in that. Like, yes, and instead of a lot of, I think, parents uh, from a different time, right? Mm, Like, you can't do all that. Choose one. Right. And then you take somebody who's in the infancy of their creation and their imagination and their visualization and you put a door on, you slam the door shut. Mm-hmm. On the, So when everybody's in this crystallization place, when you're in a creative place, when you're in the place of like, I'm leaving corporate life right now. And if your husband was like, no, you can't do that. That would have slammed shut all of that possibility for mm-hmm. you. So just yes. nurturing that like, in a writing class that I had, somebody was like, we would share. And the teacher was always like, you know what I liked about your piece? This is what I like. This is what I like. This is what I like. Because we're still writing. Don't tell me what you don't like yet. I don't yes. need that yet. Wait until, you know, we're at a different level. I'm still mm-hmm. in the infancy of my creation. Please don't, please don't shit all over it. Right. But we do it all we the do. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, and, and um, I think we become, like you said, we, we get, we become almost hardwired to find it in ourselves first and foremost. And what I've always found difficult is, and this is where I wake up every morning and I look in the mirror and tell myself that I trust myself and that I love myself because- I love mirror work. Me too, me too. I always have to start with the mirror. And I always use the quote that, you know, Barbara Walters said, the hardest thing you'll ever do is trust yourself because it really is. We, we, spend, we spend all of our time in this world with ourselves. Like there's, you know, there's, we spend, you know, so we say 80% at work or 50% with our partner or whatever, but we're in our bodies and our lives 100% of the time. So we have to trust, trust ourselves. One thing I think we are just unfortunately hardwired or it's either like beat into us, you know, is to find those faults in ourselves because everyone says like, well, you've got to improve your, your weaknesses. You've got to improve what you're not good at or not strong at. But, but what if I just work on everything that I'm really good at and get like exceptionally amazing at that? And yeah, yeah that becomes my focus. I always say, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. And then you can be like, I'm not good at that. Okay, great. You know what yeah. I'm great at? I like, there is no shame. There's wonderful mm-hmm. people that are actually really good at that thing that you're weak at. So f- fine. Yes, there is something to strengthening your weaknesses in certain areas, but I really do you will find more success when you put the the bright light on what you're actually great at, right? Mm-hmm. And let's foster that a little bit more. Instinctually, or I think just necess- it will happen that your weaknesses will start to rise up because your confidence is going along. Confidence is everything in creativity. Mm-hmm. It's all mental health game. Even what we were talking about right now, it's all mental health. I was in this place. That's why I hate king. I hate calling it self-help. I'd like to call it self-motivation. Yes. We need the motivation to stay confident. Mm-hmm. So what is the place where we can stay the most confident while we're in this infancy of creating whatever it might be, a new job, a new relationship, coming to being a mother or a parent for the first time, whatever it might be, we need to have confidence in our choice to trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. So continue to put the light on the things that you're really great at. Matthew McConaughey said it perfectly. Where are the green lights? Mm. Why are are you at the red lights trying to convince that red light to turn green? Mm -hmm. No. Yes. Just let's go with the green lights. You said it perfectly. I can't say it any better than that. Same, same. I know. I love his, I love his book. I've actually read it a couple of times because I just, I feel like I need to, I need to continue to remind myself of the message of, you know, of that message. And, and that's why I say like doing this process year after year, it just has, it's just continued to evolve and to help me continue to grow. And now I see it as a way for me to really focus on the 12 things 
throughout the year that in alignment with my vision board, you know, because a lot of those images then support the letters that I'm then reading back to myself, which is even, even, you know, adding more power and more fuel to what I'm working to, to, to build and to achieve. And I think if we can teach kids this process, it just, gosh, what an amazing world we would have. Yeah, really. Uh, that's how we better ourselves, right? Looking at that generation and just making it a change. And honestly, you know this, I don't have to say this to you, but my seven-year-old is a mimic. Mm -hmm. If I want to teach her to do better, I have to do better. She's mm -hmm. only doing what I do. And when yeah. there's things where I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Where'd she get that? Greatest mirror, greatest mirror ever. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. Well, I'm going to take five on that. <laughs> and I, I'm going to restructure yeah. yeah. just as basic as she started cracking her knuckles. I'm like, honey, don't do that. That's really bad. And she's like, well, you do it. And I said, you're right. And it's a really bad habit that I really need to get out of. I'll be damned if my seven-year-old from the backseat, mommy cracked your knuckles. I'm like, I did. Mm, I have to change this habit. But you know yeah. who's not doing it is her. Thank God. You know, like yeah. just little things. Yes. As well as the big things. And I think the biggest thing is self-love, especially for little girls. Mm -hmm. We really, really do something. Even in the way I was raised, I unconsciously, not saying that my parents did it consciously, but I'm consciously now trying to make different choices on how I speak to her, what mm -hmm. I highlight in her. Because mm -hmm. she's at that pivotal moment, right, where the self-awareness is coming in. Mm -hmm. And I hopefully won't have to worry about 13, 14, 15 if I can really address those things mm -hmm. now in her loving herself and her choosing herself and her trusting her gut. We talk about gut, mm -hmm. gut checks. Yep. What's your gut telling you right now? Yeah. I'm just, I don't want her to ever not trust that higher self mm -hmm. where at 28, I had to be in that crisis moment. You know, I want her to stay in alignment with who she is mm -hmm. always. So... I'm so, I can't believe I got to see you and do this I in this know. moment. This is wild. <laughs> this is also synchronicity <laughs> at its best. Yes, really. it really is. Yeah, I've been, I'm so glad too, because I've been wanting to have this conversation with you for a while. And then I think, you know, I sat on doing the podcast for a while. And actually one of the letters that I wrote was just do the damn podcast, just make it happen. And August of last year, I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm just, I'm doing it. I'm going to stop making those excuses. I'm going to stop procrastinating, overthinking myself into an action. Like it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be clunky, all the things. And then you get 20, 25 episodes in and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to get a groove now. I understand this process now. And you know what? Like you said, I shouldn't have already made myself an expert because I didn't know how to do this, but now I do. And so now I can continue to improve. And I, I, lo I love that acronym, shame. I'm going to carry that with me. I'm going to, I'm going to carry that with me this year in, in 2024 to remind myself that I'm still evolving and still growing and building on all the things. I love that. Oh love my God. It's a beautiful intention for 2024. I have, I'm in the process of writing my letters to finish them for 2024. But my overall banner, I, one of my girlfriends, Amanda Schull, a beautiful, amazing, talented actress. Uh, we were in class together for a long time. And when she came into the podcast, she was like, she was telling the story and she was like, I'm Amanda Schull. I can do anything. And I was like, I was just, so 2024, I can do anything. Yes. I can. 
Yes, you can. So my letter is going to have that theme of, and my exploration of my 12 topics really are, uh, I almost say dice, not even dangerous, dangerous for my ego. Mm -hmm. They're dangerous for my ego this year because I can do anything Mm -hmm. that I set my mind to. And those things that have been haunting me, those 12 things that I'm like, I I don't stand up being one of them. I'll out myself. I'm one of them. (laughs) I can do anything. And I want to try that this year. I want to test those, test those limits. Thank you for setting such beautiful, intentional work for creatives to go beyond what we know to be the static proof of creativity Mm -hmm. and can go into the quantum and can go back into the ethers of anything is possible if you can visualize it. Anything is possible if you can set an intention for it. Even as simple as winning the lottery. Now you have to play to win. That's right. (laughs) And you might not win this month. But you might win in two years and you might win $7. You have to be specific, guys, about the amount that you want. Because I'm hearing all the listeners being like, well, I want to win the lottery and I haven't. I've said many times I want to win the lottery and I have many times. I haven't won the millions. I've won $4, $7, $79. Get intentional. Get specific. Yes. Thank you for this space. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for writing this. I think that anytime you step out and are brave enough to put out there what your you know, process and intention was around this. It just opens it up and yeah. And you just created beauty in the world. And, and I'm really appreciate, I just appreciate you for that. And, and I'm glad that I know you, that I could even have this conversation with you. <laughs> so like, if not, I would just been like, well, this really cool chick <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get in touch with her. And I love your podcast. I absolutely love it. It takes Aww. me back to, yeah, days that, you know, yeah, I, I just, I think back to just different aspects of my life, even though they weren't auditions. Like I think about moments or interviews or different things, you know, that people have touched on and it's really cool. I think conceptually it's, it's just brilliant. And I love the conversations you have. They're awesome. Thank you. I, yeah, everybody does audition so you can gleam a lot out of it. I just think people's journeys are so fascinating. Mm -hmm. Clearly for me, I play the journey on screen, off screen. I just really love it. And I just thank you for all those kind things that you said. I just want to reframe one of them. You helped yourself. Your higher self helped yourself. Thank you for trusting or picking up the book by this random chick that you knew from a long time ago. (laughs) But you really, you helped you. I'm I'm so grateful. Where I'm honored is that I get to hear that it helped in any way, shape, or form. Getting to hear your letters, what an apps. That's an honor for me. That's like pure magic. This, I don't get anything back from this other than that, that I was meant to put this out in the world. So thank you for keeping it alive and doing yes. it in a group form and sharing your experience with me. Yeah. It really leaves my heart so happy. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I feel like I, that I always ask my guests one last question and it's, what is your do the dang goal? And it's like the goal that's like that burning like goal that you're like, man, it's like either been sitting with you for years. Like you were even saying like, you know, putting things off or whatever. And like, you finally, like you did it. It came together. Do you have one for this year? I mean, I have two. Okay. I've been, I've been writing a show for eight years and we're going, I'm, I'm, I'm really stepping in to owning that creation. Really? Yes. And it scares the that. shit out of me. <laughs> Um, oh, you're going to really, do it though. Really you're going to do I'm it. I'm going to do it. Yes. I'm going to, to do it. So that is, that is, is putting that intention on it in a daily way versus 
yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is quite scary. And I think I even said it, the stand up thing, like the really embracing yeah. the comedy part of it. I might totally fail, but I've put people on stage. I help people get on stage. I've helped fill it just like in the artist way. She's like, you always do the thing. You're helping other people do the thing that you want to do. Been doing that for a long time. So we're going to see. Yes. When that month comes up, when I have to, t- to do that, <laughs> to do that. Holy shit. I, I'm Alicia Oxy and I can do anything. You I can. Say that you more can confidently. Yes. So I'll let, yes. Maria, I'll let you know when that month pops up. I'm like, oh God, it's here. I will I be there to, to support you. <laughs> I need to align it with my trip to visit my friend who lives in LA and come see you and do the whole stand. I will be there. Yes. All of this Our is letters happen. will align. Fine. Our monthly yes. will align, right? Let's really test the the quantum in the universe and hire yourself and be like, this will be funny. Then we'll yes. have to rerun this. Yes. Like, Guess what, guys? It happened. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. And where can people, where can listeners find you? Cause this is going to happen. Yes. Where can listeners find you? Yes. You can follow along on Instagram at Alicia Oxy. Also the website, my website's at Alicia or www.alishaoxy.com. A-L-Y-S-H-I-A. Thanks mom. O-C-H-S-E. <laughs> and everything there's the books on the website. If people are interested in doing the book, if you are an actor, coaching, consulting, everything's right there. What I'm working mm-hmm. on is right there. And if I do the stand-up month, I'll make sure to put that on yes. social so people can come yes. bear witness to my danger zone. <laughs> no, this is going to be awesome. And I, I also, I will tag the book in the show notes as well. And I'm also going to be in this new year doing just like a couple giveaways and stuff. So I'm going to be gifting this as well to some, yeah, some, some, some lucky women or, or men who want to do the life letters and really, I mean, just expand and enhance. Yeah. This, this experience we call life. So. Yeah. Thank you so much. I have tears in my eyes because anytime people do this book, it just really, it does. It just blows my mind that it's still rippling the goodness and share with me. That's the last thing I'm going to say. If you Mm -hmm. do do this process, DM me. I love hearing what people's months are. It really, it just makes me so happy. In a group setting too, isn't it fun to hear what other people's 12s are? And you're like, yes, I want that. Oh, yes. I actually, I've always wanted that, and I forgot. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I am really too trying to be intentional about leaning into that group of women. So I had them actually write on a post-it note one of the topics that they really wanted to lean in on, and and so I have them on a mirror actually, and so I am being very intentional about thinking about them, sending them positive thoughts, just really intentionally, kind of prayerfully, and just leaning into their own process and then using it as a way too to check in with them over this next year. Like, mm-hmm. you know, how is that balance coming or how's that pickleball, you know, coming? Cause like what I'm saying, like, you know, I want to play more pickleball. Great. That's awesome. I love it. It's activity. It's getting you moving every day. And so there's just really fun things that I think can, can spin off of that. And I think as a friend group and supporting the women in your life, what a phenomenal way to say, like, I truly care about you and I truly want to be invested and involved in your life. So give me one of your topics and I want to, I want to be there for you to support you in that way. I love that so much. Can I tell you part of our synchronicity right now? Because one of your prep questions was what was one of your favorite letters? Yes. And I, I literally opened the book and I was like, oh my God, I have hundreds of letters. And it was June 9th, 2013, Girlfriends and Womanhood. 
embrace your womanhood. Look around you, who your girlfriends are, a mirror to your soul. Your girlfriends are a mirror to your soul. That's the first two lines in this. How can you impact and truly immerse yourself into the love of your girlfriends? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Like, wow. I'm really blown away right now. Oh my gosh. Really am. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is going to be such an awesome 2024 for you and for me. We're both going to crush it. For all of us. For all of us. Yes. Yes. We're going to crush it. And I am so freaking, I could not have kicked this year off any other way. So thank you. Thank you. Like I, yes, I could not have envisioned this going any other way. And so I'm just so grateful that, yeah, that you got my DM and decided responded. Me too. I, I, I absolutely look at those at once yeah. every once in a while where yeah. I'm like, hi. <laughs> no, I'm so, so, so thankful. And thank you for sharing that too. Yes. Cause I, I'm so sorry. We like totally got off from like the questions I was going to ask you. And yes, I did have that about your favorite letter, but I'm so glad you shared. I that. just had it thank queued you. up. And when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, well, I have to end in this beautiful, we're already in sync. If nothing else, I just... I hope that people can find their synchronicities. So Mm -hmm. even if you can't call it spirituality, find your synchronicities. And the only way you can find them is if you set an intention and then you can see where they're happening Mm -hmm. constantly. So that's my parting gift for 2024, which is an eight year for all of us, which also you and I turned 44. So I will be 42. Oh, you're 42. 42. Mm -hmm. But still, those are good numbers. Yep. My birthday's on the eighth. So look at this. January eighth. I know. There we go. Same day as Elvis. I mean, nothing could be better. (laughs) Two, two, four, 2024. Your birthday's on the eighth. Ooh, girl. I'm ready to watch you shine. Let's see what (laughs) this year's got for you. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I can already I, I can already feel like the energy for this year. I really can. Like it just like I keep telling everyone like just watch out. This is my year. Like this is going to be the year that like just the, everything gets started and like not even get started but just like the momentum and everything just keeps accelerating. Yeah, I've been excited about this That's year. That's a good phrase for you. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Watch out. 2024, watch out. Watch out. Happy birthday, because I feel like this is also releasing right on your birthday week-ish. Yes. So happy, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Well, you're such a blessing, and I am so glad that we had this conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and review of the show and subscribe on your favorite app. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Creating Visionaries. If there is something that stuck out to you in this conversation, send me a message on Instagram to let me know. Until next time, keep creating the vision for your life.